Coming up, hope to see everyone at the Dennis Rodman Fashion Show. It's the pinnacle of Tacky 2000s fashion. Hold on to your hats. It's Bond Dutch, and this is Most Extreme Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Most Extreme Podcast, the show where we discuss and analyze multinational fashion brands of life and death in 2000s pop culture. I'm Brett Ellison. And I'm Alejandro Joaquin. I don't know why I started with hey. I just thought, you know. That was a, I mean, that was a very emotional a hey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, think I feel very emotional. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a pretty uh, emotional episode, I got to say. Mm-hmm. Um, get, out the t- get out the Kleenex. Get out the Kleenex, and mm-hmm. yeah, no. But I, I think that there is a lot of crazy stuff that happened um, that we're gonna get to. But on um, our topic, which is Von Dutch, Von Dutch. Yes. That's right. So for those who don't know, basically, like this fad from the two thousands that um, basically overtook. I think like celebrity culture for a long time that yeah. for, for, for a, a short period of time, especially um, in fashion. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, everybody was like rocking this. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember, uh, you told me Brett about the, that this was a topic idea and I was like, Von Dutch, I've never heard of that. So I look it up and then I just see every person that you could think about that was famous in two thousands wearing like a Von Dutch trucker hat specifically which is what you see the most yeah the the trucker hats so actually i should mention this is a topic that was actually recommended to us by a uh, previous guest my brother elijah who mm. uh, had recommended we talk about this and i had also had never heard about this so i had no background i guess both of us i'm not much of a fashion connoisseur are you was, was elijah was, i was just wanted to ask was elijah rocking the one dutch in, no, in his earlier but, days but he he he's a fashion person mm. he enjoys learning about this i not knowing about it same thing as you looked it up on google images and was like oh my gosh we have to talk about this <laughs> um yeah this is the worst trucker head i've ever seen in my life <laughs> um yeah and so, so, I, so you, many different variations of like, i know that logo. polka dot yeah yeah stripes ca- pink camo mm. what was with pink camo uh, i'm not really sure but um so many people wore that. <laughs> well, as a, from an audio only podcast, we should say we are both wearing pink camo. So uh, we should just yes. get that out of the way. Are you into fashion <laughs> at all? Do you care about um, fashion? I I just I don't know. I I'm very bad at um chasing trends even if I wanted to. Uh I just don't really have um I'm not in the know, I guess. So I just Oh, sure. I just go for what looks good. What the oh, what yeah, won't. Same. You know, and that's it. <laughs> that's my my two cents on fashion. But I really right. I do I do admire some of the the history, and I I do see uh, some of the cool stuff that like fashion people do, especially especially like punk fashion and stuff like that that you see. Yeah, um, yeah, especially but, yeah. especially in this era of uh, people, and mm-hmm. we're we're, we're going to talk about everything Von Dutch. Well, uh, another mm-hmm. thing we should mention because. 
we love talking about, you know, fads of the 2000s. And we've talked about, like, Heelys and Crocs and some other kind of, I don't know if you would call either of those fashion, but... Um, <laughs> I would sure. I, I think so. No, I think recently, I'm not sure if Kanye was seen wearing like this big croc boot. I don't know if you have seen oh, a picture wow. of that, but it's just like You're... a boot, but it's just croc like at the end of it, and it's all like foam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Are, now you're being you're in you're a big Kanye guy, right? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I know about a lot about him, I guess, but okay. <laughs> I'm not like, I know who he is. I mean, I'm we not all a kind fo- of do, dedicated yeah. follower, I would say, but yeah, you're not into the, you're not a Jesus. You don't <laughs> got the, Ye- you don't have the Yeezys on you. Right I, now? I don't have, um, I think he also had like a $90 hoodie that like had a very short top. Um, I don't oh, know sure. if you remember from, from the gap. I remember, I remember seeing a lot of that. Uh, Wasn't where didn't he pe- sell a just a plain white T-shirt? I I mean I at some point he's got to I think he also had that that line I think that one year of his clothing brand where everything was like skin colored like skin tone color. Oh yeah, yeah. So what? Yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah. That anyway. Well, <laughs> I, I guess we're we're not we're more trend setters than trend followers. How about that? There you go. You know, like these Yeezys we're both obviously wearing. Anyway, <laughs> um, but we want to talk about this because it, it came up sort of last year. There was a documentary on Hulu called The Curse of Von Dutch, a brand to mm-hmm. die for, which was really popular. And I think that kind of sparked people coming up to us. Well, not coming up to us, but they were, you know, mentioning, hey, you should talk about this Von Dutch thing mm-hmm. and having no idea what it was. And then also really not knowing the backstory to any of this, the behind the yeah. scenes, what was going on. Holy crap. I uh, would, we'll I would get into I would recommend people uh, watch that even even after this episode, because like reading the whole story about this um, doesn't even like like really do it service to like how complicated this web is of of things. And I think the show does the really great job of like getting everybody's perspective because there's things that are like, you know, it's bias. So you don't really know exactly what happened, but. I feel like in the in the show they take both considerations or, or all considerations. So I would, I would True, really recommend but watching. At it. the same yeah. time, I after watching the documentary as well, I don't think I anybody's a good person or yeah. safe, like <laughs> at fully fully you know at yeah. sh- saying the truth. I think everybody's mm-hmm. twisting it their own way. Um, yeah, I could, I think like you could see how where everybody's like coming from, but it's like a lot of the things that they did is not really. Um, like supportable. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I, we both watched the documentary in preparation for this, but I mean, I, we don't want to like completely just copy them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we'll, we'll probably hopefully give more of a fun, funny kind of like the weird trivia, of the pop culture of the time mm-hmm. kind of spin on it. So yeah. So that so just so you know, we're not we're completely ripping off a documentary that came out. In November. <laughs> yeah, um, no. But yeah, so I guess to talk about it, so for people who have no clue what we're talking about so far, but sort of they just heard pink camo and trucker <laughs> hats, that was pretty much it. But it's what, what it was, Von Dutch um, is a, was a clothing brand that was extremely popular in the early 2000s and was a fixture of the beginning of Y2K fashion. Mm-hmm. As Alejandro mentioned, it was worn by the likes of people like Britney Spears, Paris Hilton, Jay-Z, many more. Um, mm-hmm. And their big kind of like staple item was the trucker hat with their logo on it. Um, mm-hmm. Personally, I don't know how you feel, Alejandro. 
I think this might be the tackiest hat I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I think it like definitely calls attention to itself a lot. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, with the glitter, with the contrasted colors, especially some of the, like, older designs. Right. And it was, that, it also, like, completely encapsulates everything about the 2000s fashion culture, which is just, like, Mm -hmm. tight bell-bottom jeans and then, like, well, boots with the fur. And also just, like, Ugg (laughs) boots and then, like, you know, there was a while where it was just, like, like kind of like reverse crop tops where just like you, like belly button you could see that mm. um or i don't know if you remember like the big like hurley was big during this time um yeah yeah a lot like of DC actually like shoes yeah a lot of like grunge style stuff or yeah. like more like you can even still see it today where people are like wearing worker wear and like um you know, like the Carhartt stuff now is popular. Where Do you remember used... the DC shoes? Yeah, the DC shoes. <laughs> Sketch Sketchers. The Sketchers, yeah. I guess Sketchers has been around a while, but yeah. Um, but I, but who knows? Because probably when just looking at everything in the brand, I would say that Von Dutch has really the tackiest fonts. The font, it's like the logo for for is honestly disgusting. Um. It doesn't look good. Uh, the patterns are gross. I don't like the colors, the trends. But who knows? Because it was probably, if I was a teenager or famous around this time, maybe I would have loved Von Dutch. I don't know. Mm, I think I think it really, like, the logo, like, it's not, like, like, I think they even talk about it in the documentary that they, it's not, like, a ex- super complicated logo. Even The logo itself is very similar to, like, a different logo, like, every kind of logo that you see. Yeah, it's like um, a font. Yeah, it's like a font. So it's like it's just the simplicity of like what it represented, which was just basically like the first wave of that like hype, like you know, just what in, uh, kind of visible logo we have, and just slap it on everything. Yeah, and, like, like uh, everything so impossible. Are you and thinking of like Supreme? Yeah, yeah. I think like like kind of like what it was like the. Not the original, I guess. I guess that has been done before, but just kind of like reminds me of of that sort of just fad fashion where it's just that one logo on everything. Right. And it's just other than that, it's just a very average hoodie. But Mm -hmm. once you put the the logo on it, then it's all of a sudden ninety dollars. And it and Von Dutch was was expensive, right? Like near the It was crazy expensive. Yeah, near the height of its of its uh, popularity. Yeah, I did some inflation work because uh, at its height, its popularity was around 2002, 2005. Mm-hmm. That the trucker hat itself was, in 2002, $50, which in mm. today's money would be $80. So $80 wow. for a trucker hat with just with just the word Von Dutch on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, thank that's you. a lot. <laughs> yeah, um, especially like the ones that with the, yeah, with the stripes that just looks like a conductor's hat. <laughs> it's just like all I don't aboard. Know, eighty bucks for that, yeah, yeah. Not it also it. I, like, okay. reminds me of of Supreme that in that way too, where it's just like very simple design, but it's just and it it's just very expensive, <laughs> right? For really no reason. I do like the yeah. logo with the eyeball and the wings. That's cool. Mm. I think that looks awesome. I actually, 
I actually do. Um, I think you put it in the notes here that you liked some of the earlier stuff that they, that the Von Dutch company did. Um, yeah, which I, um, I agree with too. But uh, I guess we'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah, I, I very much like how they that when they were trying to do more like kind of motorcycle gang denim mm-hmm. kind of stuff before they became so world widely known is where I think it's more cool for sure. Um, but really the, the it's my big thing is looking at Von Dutch, especially in its prime is like, this feels like motorcycle clothing for people who've never been on a motorcycle. And yeah. if you look at like people who are showing up to the, all their extravagant parties and all their stuff, it's like you're wearing like motorcycle gang stuff, but I, can promise you that you've never been on a motorcycle or would ever own one. Or I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure half of you can't drive. I don't know if it's come to UI or just because you're rich, but you know, <laughs> I mean, once they did the, the hat in like an all pink, it's like, I think right. they just got rid of that whole, like whatever the clothing line was supposed to be, I guess. Right. Yeah. And we'll and we'll definitely get into it. But I don't want to just copy completely the story from the Hulu documentary. So hopefully, you know, we'll talk. I'm gonna give, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of history just so you have an idea of what we're talking about with Von Dutch. So basically, in a nutshell, Von Dutch, um, the name Von Dutch is comes from this nickname of this guy named Kenny Howard, who is credited as basically the the godfather of pinstriping. And if you don't know what pinstriping is, it's essentially like. How would you describe it? Like very like if you've yeah. ever seen like flames um, on the sides of like a motorcycle or a car. Yeah, basically like very fine detailed, almost calligraphy like work on on the sides of cars with very fine, very fine paint and and brushes. Yeah, it's like if you would see on a hot mm-hmm. rod um, or things like that, which I think is cool. I think the I think art it, is really cool. I think it's also something that is like became very tacky when it got overdone by people uh-huh. who like did it <laughs> originate it. Where yeah, right. I could I it, you could you like saw the when they you know kind of overdo it with the um, sorry, I just hit my mic. Well, when they overdid it with the just. Like all the colors and everything. Oh sure, like airbrushing a car, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh wow, look at that Cadillac. Yeah, um, I I think a lot of it's cool, especially looking at sort of the very early days of pinstriping with like mm-hmm. muscle cars and motorcycles, um, where yeah, it's done with all the like the very beautiful stripes and stuff like that mm-hmm. on terms of the detailing. I think it's pretty cool. Um, but Kenny Howard, I think his art is really is really good. Um, let me make sure I say that. I think his art is good. <laughs> we'll get yes. to that later. Um, I was just going to say, I, 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 is Von Dutch responsible for um, Optimus Prime having flames in the uh, Michael Bay question. movies? Because if he is... Good question. I think we got to credit him with that. That's true, <laughs> yeah. I, I That would make sense. I, a lot of, I feel like a lot of the Transformers have some type of detailing done like that. Um, yeah. Or I think of um I think of like in the movie Cars mm-hmm. <laughs> where like like some of like the cars all have like detailing done on them. I don't mm-hmm. know why. And then I um, mean I mean this this like you see Von Dutch everywhere in the uh, Fast and Furious movies too where Yes. that movie is about motorcycles and cars so it's they've got all the pinstripe stuff they're wearing Von Dutch or things mm-hmm. that look like Von Dutch. Yeah. Right. And but especially at the time when Von Dutch was considered more fashion and not as yeah. much like, oh, I got to go to the shop. 
Yeah. <laughs> got to do some detailing. It's um, just I, it's just like the, the filmmakers were like, well, we got to make it look like they actually uh, work on cars. So we'll just put Von Dutch. We'll have them wear right. Von Dutch or something. It's it's like, I don't know if you, if you ever listen to Frank Ocean, but I think there was like a music video or something he did where it was just like a bunch of people working like with like welding and stuff, but they were wearing like Balenciaga and like <laughs> Louis Vuitton. And I'm like, they would never wow. be wearing this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so how do, okay. So how do we get from detailing pinstriping cars to Paris Hilton wearing stupid hats? All right, we're getting there. All right. This is kind of a long story, but it's important <laughs> to get to it. Um, but yeah, so the inspiration to create a clothing line um, started after Howard passed away and his daughters um, using his autistic uh, artistic name, uh, Von Dutch, which Dutch is a family nickname for Howard because he was considered as stubborn as a Dutchman. Huh. <laughs> Hold on to that. We'll be back. Um, so in the 1990s, art collector Ed Boswell began selling the Von Dutch patches in Los Angeles art shows, having procured the rights from the daughters and was like, oh, I kind of like, you know, I care about pinstriping and sort of that kind of early history I think it's cool. I'm friends with you. Can I have, you know, I buy the rights for the name. I'm just going to sell patches. That's kind of what he was doing. Mm. Uh, it was very small gig, uh, but he got traction because of people who know, you know, history of motorcycles and pinstriping. Did you, Alejandro, have you ever wanted to own a motorcycle? Mm, I don't know. My dad always wanted to have a motorcycle. Yeah. But I was more of a, let me have a car first kind of person. <laughs> um, maybe at some point. I do do like the idea of getting a motorcycle, but maybe later. Are you more like a Harley kind of guy or more like a mm. Ducati kind of guy? I don't even know, man. I'm not I'm not uh I'm not well versed in my motorcycle um <laughs> stuff. What about you, but uh I would probably have to go with the more like yeah, like spy movie, like James Bond kind of <laughs> Ducati than the Harley like bad to the bone. Right. Wait, have I told you? I went to the beach last year and in Dirty Myrtle, baby, Myrtle Beach, <laughs> South Carolina. And I don't know if it's just we went during like a biker week or something. I've never seen so many motorcycles in my life. Mm. Everywhere. Parking anywhere. Oh, look, free parking. Nope, there's another Harley. And every single time they were playing music on their motorcycles, it was only the song Bad to the Bone. To the oh point God. where it was becoming a joke. Like, oh, here comes another Harley. Like, do you do you not know any other song? Like, there are so many other songs. Well, you at least, play to look at cool. least they weren't wearing Von Dutch hats. Or were they? <laughs> I got the pink camo Von Dutch hat. <laughs> That's what I was paying attention. I just couldn't. I was just feeling so bad that I couldn't get it to him. All right, going back. So, so okay. There's this guy. He's selling. He's selling uh, patches. Right. Cut to. Around the same time, there is a, another apparel brand made up of street artists and, dr- and drug dealers and surfers from Southern California, sort of in the late 80s, early 90s. It's called Bronze Age. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Von Dutch is super techy. I actually kind of like the Bronze Age logo and merch. I don't know about you. I Yeah, I could actually like see how it was a little bit like just like kind of what did end up become mainstream, even if that like – a specific brand didn't like um like uh i guess make it 
Um, I could see like how that whole aesthetic was was like really calling, and I I feel like I've seen it. I feel like it's a logo Me that too. I've seen, or at least I've seen imitations of it or something. Should we feel describe like, it? it? It's familiar. basically like yeah. It it looks kind of like a like you see it on t-shirts, kind of like uh like weathered and like local. Um, mm-hmm. it's like a it's like a bone of like a carcass of like a piranha, right? Yeah. With the little um, Bronze Age in the circle, right uh, around it, but it's very gritty. Yeah, very gritty logo. Uh, it's like very rough. the The edges are all like wiggly and everything. Yeah, you can. De- I definitely see this on like a like like the like the surfer kind of stuff mm-hmm. happening in Southern California um, of mm-hmm. the, like the early nineties. So I like it a lot. So there were these two former employees. Uh, former drug dealer Michael Castle and competitive surfer Bobby Vaughn, who saw these patches for Von Dutch at an apparel trade show, and, and decided to join into business together, and they all decided to create their own apparel line of like garage themed jeans and workwear um, based off of sort of that like Von Dutch kind of bit. So that's kind of where it kind of took off, mm-hmm. um, and was became you know very much that grunge type band like we're talking. Um, that's closer to like the motorcycle kind of '90s rock style. Think like Nirvana, mm-hmm. think Soundgarden. That's kind of what the Von Dutch kind of started out as before it became like, you know, Gwen Stefani kind of stuff. Right. Um, and a lot of their early work, yeah, we said it was really cool. A lot of it is like, you know, really custom denim jackets, um, stuff you would actually see people with a motorcycle wearing. With like the Von Dutch, which had more of that like Harley mm-hmm. or Triumph logo mm-hmm. it felt even more like stylized and polished yeah i feel like it it like did have more of an edge to it um mm-hmm. from what i did see and it took off pretty big i mean people really liked it they put a lot of effort to it um and put a lot of money into it the big promotion kind of the first big time we see von dutch is on mtv cribs uh <laughs> with tommy lee um, where everyone is wearing like a the which which was their classic at the time before the trucker hat was which was like a white tank top and then it would say like Von Dutch like classics or something underneath it. Um, it looks kind of cool. I mean, and you see a lot of people on Venice Beach and stuff wearing it, walking around a lot of skateboarder type people. So and I think like that's when you really start to see it like represent like the lifestyle rather than oh sure the lifestyle and also I guess the the kind of aesthetic of that mm-hmm. um, where it's like, of course, like MTV cribs and Tommy Lee are like the first ones to promote this kind of a thing. Um, right. Makes total sense with the time. Um, and like with, with just like all those videos where people would just want to copy whatever they're wearing. Right. And especially because we'll talk about it a bunch here, but yeah, this is before any social media of any kind. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. any any like influencer type people are just people who are going to be on MTV um, mm-hmm. or people who are going to be on, you know, reality television, which is sort of blowing up at this time. Mm-hmm. And so people are going to go like, oh, shoot, look at them. I'm going to wear that. So. Right. Um, and also, yeah, something about just Von Dutch in general and through all of its ages feels very early MTV to me. Um, mm-hmm. It feels like it kind of mm-hmm. puts it in there where it's like it's kind of edgy. It's not afraid to kind of like the the brand in general. It's not afraid mm-hmm. to be like out there and outlandish and kind of 
tacky like MTV. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just like kind of going for what appeals the most, what can make them right. the most money. Yeah, what's going to make us the most money? What's going to what's going to put us out there as the most like in your face? Mm-hmm. Um kind of, you know, screw what everybody thinks about me kind of thing. But yeah, so essentially what happened was uh Boswell, the guy who originated the cat patches was eventually bought out. Uh, they brought in a new entrepreneur named Tony Soren from Den Denmark, right? I think yeah. he's yeah. And he was the new invis- CEO investor. This is where things get pretty shady. I don't want to get too much into the details, but you watch the documentary mm-hmm. if you want to get too much of it. But basically, what you have to know is that there was like th- up to four to five different people who all claim to be the founder of Von Dutch. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all claim, you know, uh, I had nothing to do with blah, 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 blah. We'll get into some of that later. But, yeah, it, they the big weird thing that came mm-hmm. up around the 2000s, which all four of them, like, have claimed they created, was the idea of the designer trucker hat. Right. Yeah. Which is, of course, the biggest thing. <laughs> right. Which is also, like, what I don't understand where this came from. I mean, also around this time, I, I definitely remember for some reason, like John Deere being popular, um, mm. the tr- actual trucker, like tractor company. Um, mm-hmm. But that's just because we live in the South and people mm-hmm. are actual farmers and truckers. Right. Um, not really like, Hills. I feel like the, the most like closest thing we have now is just the, the Bass Pro Shop hats that you see. Yeah. I was going to mention yeah. Carhartt. Um, yeah. yeah, which started out as just like a you know overalls for working out, and then it be- slowly became like a fashion brand. Mm-hmm. And now it's like I don't know who's who anymore. <laughs> I just it's, yeah, it's just like you see people, young people with these like work, <laughs> well, like fashionable work uh, jackets, but then right. you also see them being worn worn on like. Very unlike older people, <laughs> so it, right or that, like they're just who's wearing like, it. Yeah, no, I'm cold. I need this. <laughs> yeah, um, or yeah, yeah. because most of the time you see it at the mall or something, and you're like, "Man, you've never worked a day in your life. Look how it, scrawny it, you are." Yeah, it also like kind of reminds me a bit of like tech wear kind of thing where uh, mm-hmm. it's like all bo- all like um, rainproof and wa- and like has like a billion pockets. Uh, right. Yeah, <laughs> where it's like. I feel like it's more of the fashion thing rather than the actual uh, application of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, like Champion is a weird example of mm-hmm. one, which mm-hmm. has always just been like, oh, that's that sweater that I wear to bed. And then yeah. like for some reason, it just out of nowhere became a, a fashion thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know yeah. where. Um, and they're run by Hanes, the 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 company who does like underwear and stuff and that mm-hmm. their headquarters is in North Carolina in Winston-Salem. Mm-hmm. I have enough friends who's, who, whose parents were just in board meetings where they would all just stare at each other. Like what, what, the, uh, what, uh, what, what, mm-hmm. where yeah. did this come from? Like, where did this come from? Where somebody was like, it'd be like if you and I, which maybe we should start it since we are the trendsetters. Yes. Um, start wearing shirts that say like fruit of the loom. And just, like, just, what? yeah, <laughs> it's just like that concept of rich people almost buying like normal people clothes, but making it like a fashion yeah. thing, I think. 
Yeah. I think we should totally get. I think the new trend is to get. I don't know if you're a Costco guy, but get these <laughs> Kirk, get these Kirkland signature hoodies. Uh huh. Yeah, pull that out, or like a Sam's Club. We'll hoodie. just uh, we'll do like they did in in this um with this company, and just like put our own logo over the original. Oh logo. yeah! So most extreme podcast, but it's in like the supreme font. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, or honestly, if you're definitely listening, definitely do it in the in the in the Von Dutch font. Ooh, these yeah. are good ideas. Hey, honestly, if you're listening to the show and you have any ideas for merch, or you would actually buy merch from us, let us know because I'm genuinely interested. Because we we've considered it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mainly to get sponsored by Timex watches to get <laughs> like fancy, fancy, like, uh, like almost like Rolex watches that have most extreme podcasts on it. We're still working on our deal with Spin- Splintrift. So, um, that's true. Yeah. So, and yeah, we're for the, we're back. we're back for the height of the popularity of this brand. Um, we talked about every celebrity in the 2000s wearing this. Um, and uh, Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake were very important in the role of, um, of like, kind of being – showing this off to the world too. Um, there, there was a fashion designer that they later um, added named um, – oh, what was his first name? Um, oh, you're talking about Terry um... – the French man. Oh, I don't remember his name. Yeah, Essentially, but, uh, but but Tim, Timberlake, if you look at any picture of him on like any like MTV uh, movie awards or anything, he's always putting out the Von Dutch hat, him and Britney Spears. Yeah, yeah. And basically um, the the fashion designer who who was the the designer at the time um, convinced uh, Spears to wear the brand and um, – Especially, like, since right now this was the whole, like, Spears and Timberlake breakup and, you know, the whole kind of height of that media crazy, uh, it, like, just blew up for the brand um, when uh, they were, like, wearing uh, Von Dutch covers on the cover of People where, yeah, yeah. so. They um, broke up? Wow, I got to get that hat. Yeah, I mean, basically, people, people. I mean, the whole thing is kind of an entertainment thing in the media, anyways. So, you oh know, yeah, they, they just see the that they're wearing the Von Dutch hats, and that's all they, that's all they really like. That's all you need, right? Yeah, they began to have their own real uh, retail stores, and uh, this was also like when reality television and, and rich people lifestyles like Paris Hilton. I think she had a show around this time, too. Yeah, we'll talk um, about The Simple Life, which is, like, because she's, like, the daughter of the Hilton Hotels and all this stuff. And it's her, like, mm-hmm. basically, if you're doing, like, like the show Dirty Jobs, like, going to, like, the dump and working at a dump or, like, going and, like, working at a farm with cows. And so the yeah. fun of it being that she's, like, ew, I hate cows. And then you're, like, you've never done anything. But, like, the whole time she's wearing, like, a Von Dutch hat. Right, right. So, like, that having the reality stars wear your merch all the time was like, you just see everyone in them and it makes you feel like you're missing out. Um, right. 
And I think like, yeah, it's like the Thrasher shirt too, where like, actually, <laughs> yes. it's funny because uh, my school, actually, there are like graduating t-shirts for the 2018 year was like in the style of the Thrasher logo. And I oh, had no God. idea what Thrasher was. So I, I kind of feel like it's like, yeah, it's like that situation, but like, um, like 12 years earlier, you know? <laughs> right. It's very where similar because yeah, like, yeah. There were so many celebrities who were wearing Von Dutch or just so many people in general who had no clue that it came from pinstriping mm-hmm. or like motorcycles. So, yeah, they were like, oh, I don't know. I just wore it because it was popular. And that's exactly how the Thrasher shirt became to be where you could go up yes. to any girl in the mall. It's like South Point Mall. Shout out. And you could be like, oh, are you into skateboarding? They'd be like, what? <laughs> like you're wearing Thrasher shirt. It's, it's so a skateboarding f- magazine. Yeah. It's so funny, like, going into, like, a Zoomies or something, and all the shirts yes. are just, like, it's just, like, a shirt with a logo of something, like, some, like, brand or th- or thing, whether it's, like, a real thing or not. I feel like, like, Zoomies even makes up these, like, brands sometimes, because I've never seen them before, or, like, or these kind of just, like, logos that they have. Yeah, um, I the first time yeah. I ever went to a Zoomies, I had never heard of Odd Future before, and I saw their <laughs> shirts, and I was like, "Oh f, what's that?" And then I re- heard Odd Future Wolfgang kill them all. Yeah. Um, but that was when I saw a lot of people who were like, "Oh, do you just like donuts?" Um, or, I, oh, oh, I, the- I used to think that the Odd Future thing was a Simpsons like hoodie because it looks it exactly look like, like the, the Simpsons. like the Simpsons donut. That is, oh yeah, that Homer eats all the time. So I was so confused. Yeah. Oh, the big one I remember when I was a kid going to the mall was the amount of girls who wore Run DMC shirts. Um, yeah. And I'm like, oh, do you like rap? And they were like, what? And I'm like, <laughs> you're wearing a Run DMC shirt. And they were like, what? I didn't know that. It's the same thing because it's yeah. just like you see that yeah. shirt and you and they're like, oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm talking about that one. And now we, we're, like, with the meme with, like, the Nirvana shirt nowadays where everybody's yeah, wearing that's the been Nirvana shirt. Yeah. Um, and anyway, Thrasher shirt. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, it, it got so popular that um, there's this clip in the documentary where one of the marketing people, Tracy Mills, talks about how – Basically, like it was like Louis Vuitton came out and Von Dutch came out, and they were like equally sought out. Like that's that's how um, in its heyday, uh, it kind of like matched up to some of the base brands of the world. Um, now I don't know anything about fashion, but I will say Louis Vuitton looks better than Von Dutch. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> but Von well, Dutch—they've they've been around so longer. <laughs> that's true, and it's more like fancy. I don't know. I mean, it's like an actual like luxury brand, I think, where Von Dutch was just like a brand that became luxurious because it just kind of jacked up the prices as it went along. I also just feel like in general, I don't understand streetwear in general. There's only like a couple Mm -hmm. companies in general that I'm like, oh, I like like I guess shout out to like Runaway and Durham. If they're like celebrating something that I like or it's a YouTuber or creator that I, but Mm -hmm. in general, like going into zoomies, we are dissing zoomies on this episode. (laughs) Who cares? Um, but yeah, talk about tacky clothing. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like, Oh man, like who's like, what are these brands? Like, what are they representing? It's like nothing. It's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's where you're kind of like, 
letting the brands speak for you. Um, and it's just like very loud. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think even to this day, like even like other brands that we've talked about, Supreme and Thrasher, like have not gotten close to like where Von Dutch was. Cause it was just so popular so quickly. Um, right. but yeah. And, um, they would do um they would allow celebrities like to come in and out of the store and um like get anything that they wanted uh and so like famously Whitney Houston came in and uh basically bought like 30 bags well not bought the, they gave it to her but had like 30 mm-hmm. bags full of just merch and like That's they insane. took like i think it's like two of everything yeah crazy stuff which I'm like, if if Whitney Houston came into my fashion store, I I feel like I'd let her do the same thing. I would first be like, I thought you were dead, and then I would <laughs> and then be like, Oh, yes, please I mean, come. It on would the be pod. pretty amazing, first of all. <laughs> yeah, Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, uh, Von Dutch also kind of became known for uh their like parties that they would throw. Um, oh my gosh! They're so, insane. which would which was also a, another kind of marketing tactic that they would do to have this whole like aura of like, oh, we're rich and we're we're this like brand that represents cool people. Um, but yeah, they they did the premiere for the 2004 movie Torque, which I've never heard about, but um, directed yeah, by Joseph King. Yeah, yeah. Joseph Kahn is is I, for I I do want to because he's probably one of my favorite directors ever. He's probably mm-hmm. most famously known for doing the Bad Blood Taylor Swift music video, which is basically just like an action movie. If you've seen it, yeah, um, I think I remember it. Uh, and then he did uh, he does a lot of music videos. He's a very very specific style. Um, mm-hmm. He's done a couple movies. He did a like rated r power rangers short that was really popular oh wow a bunch of stars in it um yeah he rules oh, wow. he's literally now like i want to check that directors. out yeah he's awesome so joseph khan check him out uh i have heard this movie's terrible but he's <laughs> well, it was yeah, first it was the first movie in this movie we got um adam scott and ice cube uh and dane cook so very submits it as a 2000s movie oh big uh, time yeah if dane cook and ice cube are both in it um yeah. it's got yeah it like you said it's it's pretty bad it's called just like a ripoff of fast and furious it's like 22 percent on rotten tomatoes um it's got like nickelback jane's addiction kid rock in the soundtrack um yeah, yeah. um and uh yeah the, the like they they hosted the premiere for the movie um and we talked about them actually um having like uh just basically having so many celebrities wear the hats that um you you just can't like not see it anywhere like Lindsay Lohan, Ashton Kutcher, Beyonce, Kutcher when he was doing his like punked thing would oh, uh God. be wearing Von, Von Dutch which Did is you like ever watch, it, Have you ever watched just, Punked? No, but like I could see like all the people who who grew up on Punked wanting the von dutch because it also yeah. like kind of goes along with the punk aesthetic like yeah that for whole sure era man yeah. there's so much mtv stuff that we haven't talked about <laughs> and I'm we just should like, oh, we man. should start touching on that because it that's true it's also like i think at the height of like the worst era of mtv where 
They like oh yeah yeah they just were like doing everything to try to stay relevant because like in the in the like earlier they had it all kind of controlled, um, but then when the internet started coming in they they kind of started losing a lot of yeah. uh, a lot of that power that they had on the music industry. Right, the years before Jersey Shore. Um, yeah. <laughs> Which also that's the thing when I was thinking about this, I was talking to a friend about that. They're like, why 2000 pop culture? And then I, and then like we talk a lot mainly about like stuff from our childhoods. But mm-hmm. honestly, that's kind of also the like the beginning of like reality TV and like, you know, the desperate like the real housewives of blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, there was so much garbage in the 2000s. <laughs> like, we should definitely get. Like, into some of that, yeah. Get the garbage out of the way first, like, happy feet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, they had Brazilian carnivals every week, basically. They had, yeah. um, they, I mean, for birthday parties, whatever, they had 50 Cent, Playboy Girls, um, you know, like, every artist you could think of. Denon, Dennis Rodman hosted a Von Dutch fashion show in 2004. Um, so, yeah, which that uh, tells you hosted, everything you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. And they hosted the 2003 premiere for Scary Movie 3, which just, yeah. <laughs> Do you like any of the scary movies? I have seen the first one. I've seen okay. part of the second one. Um, I, I don't know. They're like, I get them. I get, I get like the joke, I guess, but I'm not really like replaying them that much. Sure. That mm-hmm. was during that was kind of the beginning of that era of like of parody films. But that's when you get yeah. stuff like dis, like epic movie and disaster yeah. movie. And um, and now films. like when I yeah, when I started growing up, all those movies were like so dead in the water by then. Right. Where you were having like movie forty three and like all oh, those God. like really bad <laughs> takes. Yeah, now yeah. that they just don't exist anymore, which is kind of <laughs> weird. Part of me feels like I there's parts of Scary Movie 3 that I remember being, like, actually hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, and, and even the first Scary Movie has some funny stuff, like when they're doing the Budweiser, like, what's up? And stuff like that. <laughs> right. That's, hey, another topic, just putting it out there. We talk about the Budweiser was up campaign. Honestly, we should. Because honestly, it, because the Super Bowl's coming up. Yeah. Well, it's already passed, but um, <laughs> when this has come up, but I'm like, dang, there's so many good Super Bowl commercials. That's like some as, as a filmmaker, that was like the fun part because you're like, oh, it's like a short film festival. Uh, yeah, I mean, like that's the only thing that I look forward to when it's like Super Bowl season, where I'm just like, what weird commercials and music videos have come out now. <laughs> Have we shared the last Super Bowl? We, you and me, were hanging out at a bar, mm-hmm. and uh, the Super Bowl was happening on the background. Just like we were just chatting, yeah. And there was a commercial for DoorDash that came on that was starring Sesame Street. And I'm looking at the TV, but the TV is behind you. And mm-hmm. I go, uh, Alejandro, Big Bird is right behind you. <laughs> and you're like, what? Expecting like a eight foot tall bird. But yeah, it was just the TV. I was really, I was really ready to, um, to just face <laughs> to Big Bird him. at that moment. Yeah, <laughs> you got me all worked up, Brett. Podcast host punches young <laughs> bird. Sports at eleven. Well, yeah, I mean, talking about sort of Von Dutch is you know 
it, it's gone. It the, the my big problem I think with it is terms of, you know it got so popular and everything is that it went so far away from its roots of being a pinstriping concept. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's basically not even the same thing anymore. It's gone through so many stages of what Von Dutch right. is, and especially um, since uh, since um, I think you pronounce it Adiger 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 yeah the Adiger. Um, the, the designer that kind of came in and replaced all the designs, he really had like just this idea of like just this fashion, broad fashion kind of sense that it was just like, uh, that called attention and, um, kept the like brand going. So, yeah. Yeah. And especially because, I mean, don't, again, don't want to give too much away, but essentially, yeah, like. Everyone became got fired over like who became like the sole owner of Von mm-hmm. Dutch, and then like you know people got hostile. I mean things get like I'll say like you know Pablo Escobar's family starts to get involved with like drug lords and stuff <laughs> being yeah. being like being like you know guns for hire and like, it's it's uh, so crazy that there's this part of the story that is just like a whole gang but it's basically like like a whole gang operation at this one point where it's just like people are brought in things you know uh and it's like but it's like legit business right mm-hmm. um but a lot of it having to do with just like insane stuff of like police coming and, and people like being hired to like torture people. Um, mm-hmm. the big thing you need to need to know is that Bobby Vaughn, who was one of the creators was arrested on charges of first degree murder after he was shot and killed uh, best friend, Mark Rivas, who claimed attacked him with a broken bottle. He was acquitted. Um, but yeah, things get pretty intense when we're talking about the back of what happened with Fawn Dutch. Um, mm-hmm. but a lot of the reason it just be, it just the, the rapid decline of it was really just because of brand saturation. Um, it just got to the point where you were seeing Von Dutch so much, so much mm-hmm. everywhere, and then the designs weren't really changing that much. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that great. There was a lot of counterfeiting too, like not yeah. real stuff. I mean, it, if it's like that big to the Louis Vuitton level, you're just you're just gonna have that those copies, and and then also right. like just like. The, you know, the whole brand was popular because it, like, was what the cool people wore. And it was, like, counter culture. And now right. that, like, everybody wore it, it's not cool anymore. Yeah. It's not cool anymore. And also some of those people start to get less cool over time. Mm-hmm. You know, who stays in the limelight, you know, changes. Or they just get older and they're like, yeah, moving on. That was just a time in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, which happens a lot. Uh, in 2004, Boswell, who was the guy with the patches, um like sued uh, all these people. And then he leaked um, this letter that was written by the first guy, Kenny Howard, who started Von Dutch in the first place on his deathbed. um, That was probably not what you want when the, if you are the person who Von Dutch is named after this letter is like, got like so much like racist remarks. It's Mm -hmm. saying it's a lot of like how he, he professed to be a Nazi He's mm-hmm. got anti-Semitic remarks. It's it's literally just like, oh, this guy was absolutely insane. So that's why when we say we like his art, we don't like the guy. <laughs> that yeah. guy can guy sucks. Um, so that doesn't help your brand at all when people are like, oh man, now mm-hmm. you're if you if, if that goes out to the public, so people like, oh, Von Dutch equals racist. So mm-hmm. that's not going to help your brand at all. Yeah, 
yeah, and like, yeah, it's just kind of one of those things where people just starting started to like wear something without knowing the meaning, and then it's almost like what we see nowadays, where you know things come out, histories get revealed, and you know we kind of have to deal with the consequences of that. Right. Yeah. It's like canceling before canceling. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is something, but that, you know, that term gets used, I think, a lot of like, very loosely now. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's like, they ran out of napkins, cancel Baskin Robbins. It's like, no, no, that's not a reason. This is a reason to cancel somebody. He's also right. dead at this point. Right. I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's okay to cancel a Nazi. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, and uh, we're just going to go on record, I think, for both of us and say uh, Nazis bad. Yeah, yeah. Which just feels weird that we still have to do this in 2022. But yeah, uh, I think they're I think they're awful. So, but yeah. So essentially, all the leaders kind of left. People moved on. They had sold the company away. Um, yeah. I, one thing I did want to mention. Do you know what I'm talking about? When I, the the Salt Life font? Have you ever seen this on like a back of a truck? Mm, no. Is this like kind of like the the like stickers that you see usually or what? Yeah. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. like, there's like stickers on the back of like, especially here in North Carolina, salt life is like a brand for some reason. The font for salt life reminds me so much of the salt of uh, the font for Von Dutch. Um, mm. You'll see it a lot. If it, you'll once you, it's one of the things that like, once you notice it, you can't unsee it. And that's kind of how I felt with Von Dutch watching right. like indie behind the scenes. It's like, or like another brand, for example, was like, Abercrombie and Fitch or like Hollister uh-huh. where it's like once you know oh now I recognize that and then you're like oh I see it everywhere mm-hmm. um, or Crocs mm-hmm. um, right <laughs> yeah Crocs are the new Von Dutch I guess <laughs> <laughs> I think they're better than that well uh, yeah hopefully that we know hopefully of. they're not re- no <laughs> no they seems to they seem to have stuck around for a lot longer now yeah, yeah. but it, but yeah I see I see what you mean where it's it's just like you just start to see it everywhere where it's like normal people, but people also who are like trying to be fashionable, I guess. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I did find a quote. Well, this is from the documentary, but this is also just from uh, from the racist himself, which is kind of has to do a lot with kind of what happened with the company, which is mm-hmm. uh, use any of my stuff you want. Nothing is original. Everything is in the subconscious. We tap it sometimes and think we originate something genes make us more or less interested in the certain things but nothing is truly original copyrights and patents are mostly an ego trip now no. that's interesting that he says that because then the company goes and does almost the exact opposite um yeah <laughs> basically, basically yeah. takes the copyright to inflate their ego <laughs> Right, and especially because yeah. Von Dutch becomes so counterfeit, which is so funny because mm-hmm. everyone's like, "No, he's like, no, I don't care. Like, I don't care about copyrights. It's all." And I, I do, and sometimes I do agree with him that copyrights and patents can definitely be an ego trip, especially now in our extremely mm-hmm. high corporate, you know, world of oligopolies that we live in. But, uh, yeah, I just think it, I, I think some of his art and what he brought to like decal design was really cool um but you can also just die so yeah i'm i'm also like wondering about like the the guy who who leaked it um yeah uh, if he had the right intentions he too 
It's also, yeah, because it's also like he had, um, he leaked it, but assume, like you can assume that he probably had that letter for like a long time or like knew about that and only chose right. to do it because he was like outed out of the company. So it's like if he hadn't been outed, it's like, you know, would, would he like, would we not have known? Von Dutch probably would have still like died as a brand, but like we probably would have he probably would have been okay with it, you know. Right. Which is I don't know I don't like that. <laughs> no, that feels really again like mm-hmm. we were saying before like nobody's really a hero in the story of Von Dutch. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seems like everybody's in it for themselves, which is another ego trip thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, don't go seems- into fashion. Yeah, <laughs> don't go into fashion with former gangsters, yeah. Or drug lords or uh, taekwondo masters. Taekwondo or, masters, yeah. Or this, Paris Hilton. Or Paris Hilton. But, uh, but yeah, should I talk about right the, um, some of the fun stuff? Yeah, let's, 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 let's take this light. Let's go so, to some light. Uh, again, like in the height, they were, they even expanded into a little bit more than clothes. So they actually had a deal with, um, the Rockstar energy drink. Um, wait, really? Yeah. And they basically had a Von Dutch energy drink that that like, like if if you look at the, if you look at the can, it's just like the the most saturated like 2000s thing <laughs> you see the effects the the logos the oh my god it's like a cra- it does not look healthy at all i, w- I want to look at the nutrition facts but yeah this was just another thing of like put it everywhere um but yeah uh the vice president of channel sales operations for um uh steve uh or uh, steve fandel uh said Von Dutch complements the powerful combination of full throttle and Rockstar by providing consumers with another unique and differentiated, differentiated choice. How do you how do you look at a hat and go, yeah, I want to drink that? What? How do you look at a hat and then design a flavor for it? What does this drink right? taste like? like? Is it just like diesel yeah, that fuel? Like a, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I. I, I energy drinks yes probably probably um, probably has you, the same amount like, of energy in there do you do you drink energy drinks ever i used to no i used to like drink the zero like sugar ones but oh, it was sure. a very beef brief phrase beef, brief I, phase i was like a beef phrase <laughs> mm, that was <laughs> my you, favorite Brett? phase too i've here's a fun fact about me i have never in my life had a single energy drink wow I've never had a Red Bull. I've never had a Monster. I've never had any of them. Um, well, at least I, now you're not more prone to heart attacks. That's true. Also, I don't know. The amount of people in high school who would just play Halo all night and just drink Monsters or <laughs> like art stuff. I'm just like, ah, I don't. Mm, this is not for me. I like yeah. to sleep. Did you that's ever my hear? Drink. Did you ever hear of that myth about like the rat that was found inside of an energy drink? Was it an um, energy drink or was it Mountain Dew? It was like it was either an energy drink or a soda, but I think I do remember something about an energy drink with a rat. Um, 
Wow. Yeah, but I think it was just like a myth. But I remember, I remember that like low key straying me away as a kid from energy drinks. <laughs> that that um, would scare me. I would also mention there was um what was it? Was it oh Monster Energy Drink was like there's this woman at like a convention talking about how it's actually like satanic. Have you seen that video? Yes, where the 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 M logo represents like th- the six 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 or something. Yeah, 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 and yeah, oh my gosh, and like how yeah. the O and Monster is actually like a backwards cross. So yeah, <laughs> so I would I would like to see what their take on this one Dutch energy drink is, where they can find the uh, mm. the symbolisms. Uh, There's got to yeah, be a Christian energy drink. We'll we'll find it. We'll make it. <laughs> a Christian energy drink. Holy, yeah, it has, it's like embedded with holy water or something. Yeah, um, this brand didn't even last a year, so it it, it started in 2005 <laughs> and wow. ended in 2006. Um, I yeah, so I cannot imagine that it might it would have been very tasty. Um, in another like fun thing, there was a. Von Dutch Garage, which is like their own version of Hot Wheels. Um, so you put the little picture here uh, of the car. And um, I think they had like the little ones and they had like bigger ones, too. I remember I think in the documentary they showed some of the the bigger ones that they had. Uh, like it's it's just like little bigger cars. But yeah, were they had ever, their own. Were you ever into Hot Wheels? I was, yeah. I was into... It's funny because, like, I was into collecting, like, normal cars. Like, I liked having cars that you would see every day. So I didn't have any of, like, the hot rods or, like, any of the weird cars. Oh, oh, you're talking about Hot Wheels. Okay. I was like, mm-hmm. how many cars do you have? Oh, <laughs> no, oh, no, Hot, hot Wheels. <laughs> I don't yeah. I'm not really collecting cars. I'm more into collecting, like, plastic ones. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Uh, yeah, I definitely had a phase into Hot Wheels, and yeah, I had, mm-hmm. like, I definitely had, a like, a monster truck one, mm. um, and I had a one, I think it was, like, the Hulk or something, but it was, like, a hot rod. Did you I have any of the, that. like, sets that came with it, like, or, or oh. any of the, like, yeah. Where you did, like, loops and stuff? Um, mm-hmm. I think I had one, but I definitely remember it, it's probably in my closet somewhere, but, like, probably right behind me. Um, that it was definitely like a hassle to like put together, and then also it just took up so much space. So I think most of its life stood in like a plastic box. Mm. <laughs> right. Yeah. But Are you, um, do you still have any? Or um, I think I still have like a bag of just Hot Wheels somewhere in my in in my attic. Okay. But, yeah. See if you can get any money for that. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> But we'll uh, if we find any of these uh, Von Dutch garage toys, uh, who knows if they're worth anything? <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's they really, um, really came in and then just dipped. They, uh, yeah. I don't know if you want to talk about the last part yet, but. Well, I, I just um, want to say, yeah, I, I saw on Google Images, I, I saw what their last, where the, the location of where their retail store was near Beverly Hills, and now it's up for lease, so if anybody wants to use it, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, um, and yeah, it's just, you can see the remnants of uh, what used to be something. Yeah, for sure. It used to be, it used to be something. Um, but honestly, by the time this comes out, Alejandro, I'm going to see 
now I'm saying it. Looks like I have to get it. I'm gonna see if we can get us some Von Dutch hats and we can put them on the put them on the Instagram. <laughs> well, uh, we'll um, we'll do some free advertising for a company that does that that does, does not exist exists. anymore. You can, you can still get them, but they're not like around as much. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I think they now sure. they're they're they've been sold by probably multiple times by now, but. Oh, yeah, yeah none, none, none of the original people own it anymore, I don't think. Yeah, for sure. I did want to yeah. say before we before we completely wrap up, I wanted to give you a big congrats, Alejandro, on a full f- one year of being a host on Most Extreme Podcast. Ah, oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It, it's so funny. I, I went back that. and listened to... <laughs> I went back and listened to your first one, and just I've it's been so fun to see how much all of us really have have grown so much and matured doing this. So it's been awesome. Um, well, thank you. It's you, been a it's been a joy so working with you and uh, well, we're not getting a, paid, so yeah. Well, uh, to work with you in the uh, <laughs> friend phase, <laughs> yeah, sure, uh, yeah, in the but yeah, but yeah, gigs. creative space. Um, yeah, no, I I really like um, being able to talk about some random stuff from the 2000s every <laughs> once in a while. Me too. Yeah, me yeah. too. Um, Let's anything, hope for more. I know, right? Well, thank you. Any any last thoughts on Von Dutch as we close? Mm. Well, let's just say let's hope that um, our M- our future MXP line of clothing isn't mm. uh, doesn't have the the bad uh, Von Dutch um, the curse kind of the curse, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll uh, get Britney Spears out here with some um, some Von Dutch pretty some uh, MXP hats pretty soon. That sounds perfect. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed our talk on us. two guys who don't know nothing about fashion talk about Von Dutch. Um, we did our research. I think we did a decent amount of research yeah. for this one. So. I, I'd love to get uh, when whenever we talk another fashion stuff to get some some fashion people um involved yeah. yeah i mean maybe it's good that we didn't get fashion people now because it's just we you know this i think like i don't know how many how much they would want to talk about the von dutch hats for an hour right but <laughs> i mean i don't know i i don't know if i can do anymore um but yeah uh yeah well thank you so much for listening um if you can follow us on uh what am i tiktok instagram Mm-hmm. And Twitter with the handle most extreme pod M O S T X T R E M E P O D. Dune is oh nominated for several Oscars. Um, yes, I saw that. Best picture. Yeah, a uh, very happy. Um, couldn't mm-hmm. care less about the Oscars, but I am happy that Dune has got a bunch of nominations. Any any nominees that you were excited about that got picked? Mm, I I don't remember some of the other ones, but um, I, I yeah I was I was to happy win? to see what. Uh, Dune. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> who, I don't even know who's who's nominated. Who's for best picture right now? Uh, I believe I did want I do want the Mitchells versus the Machines to win best animated picture. I'll put that out there. Mm, um, yeah, I've, I've uh, heard I've heard a lot about that. Um, Licorice Pizza. Oh, um, I see these. I haven't yeah, seen I mean, most of these. Oh, I have not um, seen Nightmare Alley yet. So that's that's one that I'm very excited that. to see. I don't um, want to watch Liquor's Pizza. I did see West Side Story, really liked it. I haven't seen The mm-hmm. Power of the Dog yet. I've heard Don't Look Up is really bad. Ooh, interesting. Have you seen um, it? Have you seen no, any, you anything like it? about it? I, I, I would... Uh-huh. Did you like it? 
Mm, I would I would say that I I liked it like like the idea of the of the movie. Like I don't know, I would probably have to watch it again to see if I like like actually like how they did it. Um mm. cuz I feel like like I don't know if you've heard this criticism of like kind of being like very in your face about it. Um, yeah, it's, it seems really pandering is what I Yeah. Heard. Yeah, I mean I don't know if I agree with that, but I could see that I think um with people like kind of getting that impression from it. Um mm. but I would say like yeah, watch it yourself, see what you think. Especially yeah. after a crazy COVID year. <laughs> right. I do want to see Drive My Car, which I've heard is really good. Mm. I need to check that out. Anyway, we got to close. We got to end this thing. But thank you guys yeah. for listening. And if you have any questions, email us at most extreme podcast at gmail.com. And we will see you next month. See ya. Bye bye.